Chancers, a Go Loud original podcast. You know what, Anna? I've got a real lust to explore foreign... D- okay, Paddy, let's keep it PG. I'm sorry you've run out of men in your area on Grinder. <laughs> no, I mean, I got a bug, you wagon. Then you should definitely not be meeting other people. A travel bug, you idiot. This week we're talking all things Wanderlust, tons. Let's get into it. This week we're talking Wanderlust, which sounds like a name for a fragrance or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Anna Clifford. And I'm Paddy Smith, and you're listening to Chancers. A podcast for those who feel like they're chancing their arms in life while others are landing life right. Each week we pick a topic for discussion and share our opinions, mishaps and misadventures, all while being a bit lost on Google Maps. That's and after true. we talk nonsense, we'll be joined by an expert on the subject to help us Chancers pack it up. Go find your passports, Hans. This is Chancers. Our topic we went for this week is wanderlust. Do you know what that means? I just like saying it like an ASMR, like wanderlust. <laughs> it's an intense urge to basically travel. Oh my God, I get that so much. Do you? Is that what like, is Irish people all have it because we just emigrate? And <laughs> uh, we must. It's actually meant to be a gene. Did you know that there is actually such a thing as a wanderlust gene? It's a sh- the shame gene in, in Ireland. You just need to leg it. <laughs> No, it's a gene related to the thirst travel and adventure. And cutting research shows that it's nicknamed the Wanderlust gene. I'm not going to, I don't know what it's actually called. I think it's the Dior, D-O-R, D-4, 7-O-R. Look what it's called, the Wanderlust gene. gene. Oh my God, I know them from the other Dior 7 things, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you love this because you always bring up dopamine. It impacts your dopamine levels. And thus impacts your tolerance for risk-taking and possibly shapes other behaviours and motivations common to travel lovers. But like, what's the difference between wander... Like, we've gone very specific here. We've gone for wanderlust then rather than just travelling. Yeah, so it's a love of travel. It's an addict. It's like maybe a slight addiction to travelling. But I'm just letting you know if you do have that. And there's six signs if you do have wanderlust, what they are. So okay. I feel like I'm doing like one of these like um, cosmopolitan tests. <laughs> <laughs> um, so number one, you'd rather climb a mountain than be on the beach. Now, I'm, I don't have that. <laughs> yeah, but like, do you have that? But like, you just, you just can't. I can't climb a mountain, so. No, because like you could definitely, you could try and climb. <laughs> try and get healthy, don't you? Don't climb have the mountain. Remember that song? <laughs> um... No, I don't have a nerd to climb a mountain. Uh, okay, do you? Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind climbing a mountain now. Um, your attention tends to be scattered. This gene has also been linked to the ADHD. Yeah, I was like, is this, this is an ADHD test all of a sudden. I keep thinking I have ADHD because of TikTok. Like TikTok will tell you <laughs> that you have everything. Autism, fucking ADHD, like I'm dyslexic. I'm like, I have it all. <laughs> I do think we're both a bit scattered, slightly. That's why our podcast is called. <laughs> What's the next one? So you lean to the liberal side of politics. It's a weird quirk of the wander- wanderlust gene, um, but majority of carriers lean to the left <laughs> politically, regardless of where they're from. 
so someone who wrote this podcast who wrote this blog post is like works for the the liberals and then you don't do the status quo of a normal job and so i like that um look at these only ones well traditional norms and traditions are not are not for wanderlusters an unconventional hairstyle or color <laughs> An unorthodox piercing or a unique tattoo or multiples. A love for music that your peers find weird. <laughs> An interest in, um, I can't read that. Ero- this ero- is generally just like <laughs> someone who's gone abroad to take ayahuasca. <laughs> and comes home and now likes that music that's like, wow, 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 wow. No, my favourite one. The number five is if you follow your whims, which I do. But um, number six, you've added extra pages to your password at least twice. Like this can't be scientific. <laughs> then you're a wanderluster. You said you followed your whims. What are those? Where did you where did you follow them to? <laughs> like you just you know I'm impulsive. Do you ever do you, know, do you ever like if, oh you don't drive but like well this actually wouldn't be relevant to you because you're not really just driving by the airport but yeah I used to drive by the airport and be like what if I just left like I have my credit card and I just went and but, and you just and you just never returned never returned <laughs> no screaming it's an urge no yeah just go. Just to go, see, yeah. Just, just like, see where it takes you. Bags. No one will ever find me again, even though we all have social media. Yeah, um, no. Unless you went off social media, but then like it's not as easy to just run away these days. No. But it no. is an urge I have, so maybe I am a wanderluster. <laughs> I like um. I'll just like this is like pretty probably pretty depressing, but like on days when I'm not feeling good, like the only thing that like makes boost my like dopamine, as we say, is like thinking of like a trip or thinking like oh I could move move to Bali and change my whole life if I wanted to. Yeah. Like I mean, I love it. the kind of aspect of like, imagine just going to the airport and just picking somewhere. You know, but I just never would do it. <laughs> too busy, gal. I'm just too busy. Have you ever traveled alone? Um, I've traveled alone for work. Yeah. You know, travel a lot for gigs on my own. It's quite lonely, to be honest. But I do enjoy like walking around town and looking at a new town and have, I don't mind having like lunch and dinner on my own or being in a hotel on my own. Where was I in Bucharest for a gig? See, that's different for work. You kind of feel like you have something there, a purpose. I don't know if I'd be able to do it solely just to go away, but I'd love to have the confidence because everyone that I've spoken to, like friends and stuff, um, say that they it's absolutely amazing. I just, just making of you. Yeah, I think I will do it, but um, I'm getting there. But like, yeah, I think like I have a weird do it once like a weird fear that people are staring at me thinking I'm a loser or something, which is terrible. Oh my God. That's ridiculous. No one's no one's staring at you. They don't even know who you are. You're just a tourist. Well, Jack. You're like you need a winner of the circle. Um, no, I did when I broke up my ex. I really wanted to go away on my own. I was like, had like four days off, and I was like, I'm booking this holiday and go. And then my dad was like, Can I come? And I couldn't say no to my dad, could I? But I was no. like, Dad, I'm literally going over. I'm gonna cry my eyes out. I'm gonna get a bit of sun. I probably have to do a bit of work. Um, and if you want to be around for that, you can. And he was, and that's exactly what I did. And he was there, being like, "It's that gonna was nice, be nice." Though I think, I think he wanted, to, I think he wanted to be there for you in case he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Nobody also like we hadn't been on holidays in two years. This man loves a holiday. We're both the same. We love a bargain, a, a cheap holiday, finding like places that people haven't been before. Yeah, what was your, what has been your favorite place to travel to? Lots of different places. Like Thailand was great crack when you're younger. I'd love to go yeah, again. Yeah, that was to amazing. Asia again properly, but like not in the same. But like it was such good crack with your mates when you were like early twenties. But love to do yeah. it. Again differently so beautiful um new orleans was a really cool city i'd love to go back there i do love like just like even just was in Italy for that wedding or in lisbon like i do like a european like hot like little village and you just go get like a baguette and some like butter and 
you know, I'll just stroll down in the heat. A baguette it, butter. It'll get so simple. Some burr. Is that how you um, Burr. And is there anywhere that like you visited that you didn't like? I've never met a town I hadn't liked. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Did I? Did I not like? There's some places that you, I can't remember now that you go and look. Oh God, this is scaldy, isn't it? Um, doesn't look like the, doesn't look like the brochure. How about you? I loved Copenhagen. Really clean, really cool. Very I expensive, loved, but very cool. Yeah, I loved Iceland. Also quite expensive, but so lovely. I didn't know you do Iceland. Did you do that? Did you do that lake that everyone puts? Yeah. Masks on them. Yeah, and then he drowned in there. So I like I tried to walk around and obviously then slipped and nearly drowned but sure, look, stand, I, had a, yeah. I had a great time yeah well um i can actually stand easier in water because it takes the weight you get yeah, yeah yeah but then so, you can't obviously can't not get well like I, I can walk for a while but like i can't i was walking around thinking my legs have there was nothing wrong then suddenly i was tripped <laughs> like this this water is <laughs> magic i'm like Jesus. forrest gump i'm like oh my god what are you putting these glaciers <laughs> And at the end of it, like it was really weird, but at the end of it, you can go down and it's like a um, exfoliant for your face. Yeah, like the, I, yeah. I see pictures. So that's why I didn't know you did it because I, I, I don't remember seeing any pictures. Yeah, we weren't that close back then. We were going through a, a, a lull. But, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went to, uh, it was gorgeous. Now, not, not much of a nightlife, but it's lovely. Um, and what I love about traveling as well, I think it, for me anyway, I like I'll do stuff traveling that I wouldn't normally do when I'm, at home, do you oh, know, I think it gives you, you know, a sense. Happens on holidays, stays on holidays. Yeah, I think it gives you a sense of freedom. Do you know it what does. I mean? And yeah, you can you be no whoever one, you yeah, want to no be. No, no one knows who I am here. You know. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I always find that a little holiday romances and all because you think. I know. I love a holiday woman. romance. But like that's why traveling solo is so good. Um, and like I didn't. I guess I've never traveled solo before. But I did live in Canada once. Like I went over with three of the girls, and they all left the first year, and then I lived there on my own. Mm. And honestly, like I would encourage anyone to go live in a different city because it just definitely like makes you more independent. Like can't Absolutely. call me or go home as quick. Yeah, I mean, I think it is. I mean, I did it in London. I don't think it's it's still a different city and stuff, but it's too it's so close to here. It probably doesn't have the same effect as Canada. Well, it's still, it's still a bit. You have to be a bit yeah. more independent, like, and you have to go out of your way maybe to make some new friends, which can be tough for people. Yeah, I find that hard. For them. And I don't you know why. It's surprising now because you're quite like social. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, like to go into a group because, like, I think as a man. It's harder to integrate into a group. Do you know what I mean? If you're an attractive woman, you can be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Do you get me? Like a man on crutches with specs. And I'm like, hey, Hans. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it doesn't fly. Because most people, when they're away, like, are just looking, you know. Yeah. Um. So I think, yeah, I think it's obviously my insecurity as well. But, and it's not completely true, but I think that's in my head or something. But like, I'd love, I really want to visit Asia. Yeah, looks very cool. I mean, I've been there, but it is very cool. Have you? Well, like to Thailand and Laos. Well, You've been there. Yeah, but I mean, like China. Sorry. Oh, China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, China. What if it's China? So I was going to go like Philippines. I'd love to go to Vietnam. Like, I love Vietnamese food. No. I want to go to China. Yeah. Why do you want to go to China? I don't know. I just think like it would be such a culture shock. <laughs> You know what? They'd be look staring at you and then taking photos. <laughs> Why? Because, because they just stare at white people. Do they? Most of them don't travel. Like in I, Thailand, when I was blo- was like white with blonde hair, walking around brushing my hair, which is like a mane. They were just all staring at you and taking loads of photos. 
Yeah, I just and and I I once got um like an anorak coat from China and it was a large China China and I'm never large in anything because I'm so small. So I'd actually be a large Chinaman. That's <laughs> that's why you want to go over. You're like I'm no, I don't know. That's I'm pretty big in China, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big I'm a big lad in China. By Chinese standards, no, that's terrible. Um, but I actually would like to just see the culture, you know. So when you go on holidays, are you like a like someone who likes to just relax, like yeah. do very little, like lie on the beach, or do you like to like make plans, do like sightseeing, adventure stuff? It depends on my mood. Like most, like, most likely, I love lying on the beach and just like sculling cocktails. Yeah. Um, and like maybe reading three pages of a book. Uh, and then going out but like if someone else is there who likes to do adventure stuff I've no problem doing it it just wouldn't be my first like I've no problem doing it but like you want I someone else to make the plan yeah, for you yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't be going out there planning and stuff now I think we should have a, a travel program do you think <laughs> yeah chances take travel like... travel tra- travel for the lazies yeah just trying to find like be good travel, it's, travel it's, for it's, the flock routes for, for you and yeah and oh my god Fun stuff that we could do. I was thinking, like, imagine we did, like, accessible hotels around the world. That'd be fun. Okay, pitch that to someone. Yeah. Hotel <laughs> hotel accessibility. You heard it here first. I'm going to trademark that. Okay. I feel like we're wandering here with our chat. We need to get an expert in. This wanderlust. Give us some good vibes and let us go <laughs> travel the world again. Uh, so we'll bring in our expert of the week. So this week we're joined by our expert, Harry McNulty, who is an Olympian and a, what do you, what do you call yourself? You call it Dora the Explorer, but badass. <laughs> Dora the Explorer, but way more badass. There's actually like a story to that, but we can get to that later. <laughs> I like the sound of it, but then I was like, hey, Dora Explorer is badass, okay? <laughs> Girl out there with her backpack. Um, yeah, so now you're like a travel blogger as well. Would you call yourself that? Yeah, travel blogger, spoofer, whatever you want to as well. call me. That's why we're having you on here. We're, we like to call you our expert because we like to say you know a little bit more about traveling. That's do. fine. That's fine. I'll take yeah. it. I'm envious of your life, Harry. Yeah. No, don't be. This episode we're doing like on Wanderlust, right? So Wanderlust is all about that like needs to travel. And we we were doing some research on it and we, we, we saw that there's, there's actually a, a Wanderlust gene. Do you think that that is true? And do you think that you have the gene? I definitely think that's true. And I would say that I have the gene. Um, my mom was actually an air hostess and that was her job back in the day, um, working in the Middle East. So before like the Emirates, there was Gulf Air. Okay. Um, my mom yeah. used to do that. And then, so what was that? That was in the eighties. So that's like way before it's time. And then she ended up actually working for the King of Bahrain on his private flight, traveling around the world with him. Stop it. That's crew. so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very cool. So, um, I, I mean, my dad, he was in, he's in finance and stuff, but he also ended up in the Middle East in Bahrain. They didn't know each other before going. So they both ended up out there. So I would take the common denominator there and say that there is a wanderlust gene somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to do I want to ask questions about that now. But like, <laughs> about the subject. I'll get her on. I'll get her on here. She's more interesting than me. Where are you currently? Oh, currently, I'm in Dublin. I'm in Dublin. Oh. I just got back from a bit of a trip. I was... Um, I was away there for the last two weeks. It was in Croatia um, and then did like a bit of a road trip 
uh, to Bosnia and Montenegro as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. And do you ever feel like, because you travel so much, obviously I follow you on Instagram and like, you know, geez, you, you do so much and you travel so much and you show so much of like your traveling. Do you ever feel like you missed out on family activities or you missed that kind of family time? Um, that's a good question. And I'm going to kind of say no more than yes. I mean, there's obviously things that I have missed due to travels. But um, as a family, we are quite like spread out and we travel a lot and sort of there could be moments where we'd all be in Dublin at one stage and then there could be moments when there'd be like one or two of us. So there's six of us. Yeah. There's my mom and dad and then there's four four kids. So like as it stands right now at this moment in time, my mom and me are at home. But two days ago, it was my mom, my dad and my sister and me. Um, and then during COVID, both my parents were in, the, in America and then all four siblings were under one roof. So that was like, right. like you know, a year and a half ago. So uh, we do bounce around and we change a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of miss a few things here and there, but realistically, I don't feel like I'm... I've- like, do you miss Christmas? My mom would absolutely have my head in the stick. I was like, I'm <laughs> I've been caught out here now because I actually did miss last Christmas. I didn't bother coming home. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that Harry, I saw it. I knew I know. Yeah, I went to Kenya for uh, I went to Kenya for Christmas to go and um, I did a bit of safari, and then I went. I was like, well, if I'm in Kenya, then I might as well just stay because Ireland was in lockdown and it was 25 degrees blue skies and I could head down to the beach and I've got some good friends there. So I went and actually had um, Christmas down in Kenya with my friends down on the coast. But yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a a tough decision that to be made. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. I think Christmas in the sun sounds a lot better for sure. Um, And you've like turned now traveling into a career, right? Oh, yes and no, I suppose. Um, I'm very fortunate. So I play rugby sevens, which is different than um, rugby 15s. And the way that it works is that all of our competitions are abroad. So everything that we play is is international. Um, So in, I don't know what it is now, 15 days, we're going to LA. We've got a competition at the end of the month there. Then we've got a World Cup this year, which is in South Africa. That's going to be in the beginning of September. And then, like, the other tournaments that we play are also all over the world. So Dubai, Cape Town, Sydney, uh, New Zealand, Hong Kong, all that kind of stuff. So it sort of has worked out in such a way that, yes, I get to play my rugby, but also it facilitates this sort of travel uh, bug that I have. Best of both worlds. Um, We don't really get as much time off as people would think. We only go for a week, and you are there to play games. Um, We play Saturdays and Sundays. So we get about one day off, one and a half days off. So like on a Wednesday, we'll have the day off and we'll get an afternoon here or there. Kind of got to be smart with what you do with your time as well. You can't really be too crazy running around, but uh, no, it is great. That <laughs> Deserve it, some energy for sure. Yeah, we are there <laughs> to do a job at the end of the day, um, which is which is totally fi- fair. Um, but yeah, we we do get to explore and do things and try and, and, and see what the country has to offer, which is great. Yeah, it's a good way. It's a good way to see different cultures for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you do a lot of solo traveling then? Um, yeah, I do a bit. It's kind of 50-50. It's kind of gotten to a stage now where um, if I do uh, go on a trip, um, I kind of talk to a few of my close mates. And then if they want to come or want to join and they've got the time off, they'll join me. But I don't have any issues going abroad on my own. Mm. Um, so I'd say like... 
like when I went to Kenya, yeah, I was doing like safari and stuff and I did have mates, but I kind of, I did go there kind of on my own. And then when I was going for Christmas, it was sort of like, I was meeting people down on the coast and I was only kind of knowing one person when I was going there. So it was, it was slightly on my own without being on my own, if that makes sense. But I have gone, gone to Turkey, um, on my own, uh, went to Jordan on my own, which was a fantastic trip. Um, I actually just bought, booked an impromptu flight to Iceland next weekend um, oh, because the volcano has just opened up. Uh, Iceland again. is amazing. I've actually been there. So oh, good. Yeah. yeah, I'm literally going for 16 hours. Like the I want the volcano that opened up. Um, it it happened like last year during COVID, but now there's like a new sort of section that's fresh, and I missed the last one, so I was like, I'm going. It's the only weekend I have. Like. I'm, I'm going to go what in. What do you mean by opened up? Like, so is like, it about to pop? Uh, no, so like... <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone asks me, to be fair. I mean, I don't know the I don't know the scientific or like geographical term. Like, is it about to explode? No, 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 no. So basically, 10 years ago, there was like that famous uh, eruption that happened and all the flights were stopped oh, yeah. and all that. It's not along those lines. That was like a massive eruption. There's ash in the air. Planes can't handle it. All that kind of stuff. Not safe. This is more like as if the earth has kind of just like split open and lava's coming up sort of out of the earth. What? Just like pouring out over the the, yeah, the the valley and stuff like that. That's terrifying. Why would you want to be there? That's actually t- <laughs> I would die. No. After this podcast, go have a look at the news. It's fascinating. It's it's really is fascinating. So um I really want to go check it out. It's it's I mean it's brand new earth. Technically, right? It's running wow. the world coming out. Yeah, yeah. I'd be afraid my crotch would go in or something. might be dead. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, sizzling <laughs> and you're like, ah. <laughs> I mean, it is relatively safe. You're up, like, the, it's sort of in a valley, so there are high points. And you can no, Harry, there's lava coming out of the ground. I'm steering clear. No. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a person, though, like, I don't know if I have the confidence to go away alone right at this minute. And I, th- I know it's weird because I would consider myself a confident person, but. Could you give someone like maybe who would love to go travel alone but doesn't have the confidence to try and do it, like some top tips or, you know, what they should do to 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 kind of take that step? Yeah, sure. I hear that all the time, and it's a really interesting sort of area of travel. Um, like a lot of it would actually be like questions about like how does it feel like um would a, would a woman be safe in these places if they went to travel solo? I've actually most yeah. people that I've met traveling solo have been women. There's mm. been maybe it's just the place that I've gone, um, yeah. or maybe they're just a bit more under the radar and they just go, yeah, you know what, I'm going like, um, and girl bossing their way like around. Yeah, I think like the the easiest thing to do would be look into uh, a country where you would feel um, or you think that you would feel relatively safe so like maybe don't go to a country that doesn't speak any english on your first trip just because you know that might be hard (laughs) to get around and um it might be a little bit unsettling and sort of you're on your own schedule as well when you're on your own you're trying to go different places there's no one really there to help you that much i mean um so that would be kind of the first destination somewhere like iceland you know like you can rent a car and drive around and you can check it out it's very safe uh, not too far from home sort of thing um secondly would be to look into hostels so look for maybe a hostel that has a bit more of like a young vibe maybe like is known to have a bit of crack or whatever um i actually 
was t- talking to someone about this recently enough. It's really interesting with hostels. If you go on your own, it's the best way to make uh, friends or connections because people will see that you're on your own and like they'll chat to you and ask you what you're doing, where you're going. But if you actually go with another person, it's really difficult or not really difficult, but it's harder mm. because you sort of already have your own little group. And then yeah. you've got to try and like talk with other groups and the mingling and it's like sort of like, oh, no, we're doing our own thing. So if you are traveling on your own, yeah, ho- hostels are a fantastic place for it. Like at breakfast, maybe you just see someone else sitting on their own. Just go over and just be like, hey, like, you know, I just got here. I don't really know what to do. Like, have you done anything? Where are you going? Where are you traveling? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Yes. And you'll figure things out pretty quick. Um, that's probably the best uh, advice on that one. And then, um, yeah, just kind of back yourself like you know there's no one else there it's like so yeah. <laughs> nobody knows what you're getting up to you know if you didn't do anything all day because you're not feeling well then fine so be it but if you you know you want to go out and you want to do a 10k hike just let some people know and uh, just go out on your way and then just go do what you want to do and come back yeah super fun i think that's really interesting especially like it's easier to make friends when you go on your own to a hostel because i've gone with someone before and i find it really difficult but you've yeah. just clarified yeah, well, it's something I'd never really thought of before because I've been to hostels on my own and that's fine. But then, yeah, like when you actually think about the dynamics of the whole thing and if you bring someone else, then like it's super easy just to hang out with that person all the time, have breakfast yeah. with them, go for lunch, yeah. go for a few drinks. Maybe you might bump into a few people. Whereas, it's a very Irish thing. We just move in packs, don't we? Like, yeah. Especially like when we were yeah. younger. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do enjoy being on my own a lot yeah, more but, now. Well, I guess one of the joys of being of Irish people being everywhere is like if you are Irish going to one of these hostels like fallback plan B is like go to the group of Irish people probably <laughs> sitting in the hostel yeah. lobby like, not making know. friends with anyone else <laughs> well, look, it's a start you're on your own you've, you've done it you've bit the bullet you've gone abroad like okay maybe you didn't find like some locals to hang out with but whatever you've you've given it a crack and how much time do you spend like researching an area like planning your trips like do you do that a lot i'm quite bad at that i don't do a whole lot like my trip like it's something i should do a lot more and a friend of mine um probably three years ago now at this stage um showed me that they save on google maps like loads of different locations so Mm. whether they've been told about it whether they read about it in a magazine saw it on tv or they've actually visited themselves they'll just save it on their phone straight away wow and like completely forget about it and it actually really really helped my road trip that i did um in croatia last week because what happens is you forget about these things you end up going to a country and then you open up your map and then you've got all these dots that you've completely forgotten about and then they're only like maybe an hour away and then you click on it you're like oh my god i've always wanted to do this or i didn't realize this was here or maybe it's just like a work trip that you ended up going on and you had no idea that it would be right beside these places. So that happened. I was in Croatia and I, th- there was a post on Instagram of like this watering hole that you can swim. And I saved it. Didn't think anything of it. And then I go on a lad's holiday to Havar for five days and then do a road trip. And like when I was flying to uh, to Split, I looked at the map and I'm like, oh my God, I need to go here. I'm renting a car. We're going, we're doing this thing. So that's helped a lot, but it is something that I actually ha- I, I don't do enough of pre-trip um but it would help if i did that yeah <laughs> just go with the wind that's an it's a good way to be as well like you can just yeah. like thing but i know some, i know some of my friends who are really into it they're like an excel sheet like everything's yeah planned. yeah we have a friend that's literally like that I love it. I'm, <laughs> such a sheep. I'm like yeah grand i'll be there i'm, en- I'm gonna enjoy myself wherever i go <laughs> you know what I, 
I think I literally just give the money and I'm like, see you there, <laughs> give me the date. Like, don't I, have a breeze. <laughs> I think you need um, a, a bit of both, really, because I went, I actually went to Fiji for three weeks with one of my best friends, and we didn't. I mean, we didn't look at anything. We didn't plan one thing. We flew there and we were like, okay, three weeks, we'll land and we'll like ask someone what to do. I should go to Dublin and like for a three week trip and be like, ask the first Irish person you know. Um, yeah. People but, always ask me, what should I do in Dublin? And I'm like, I haven't a clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, in a storehouse. Yeah. But it worked out because when we were, the first hostel that we went to, they had this massive chalkboard. It was like, but three meters wide and it just had at the top the big trip and it had like all these different islands all these different arrows and we just like talked to the first uh, staff member that we saw we said what is that it's the big trip i know it's the big trip but like what is it like what what does that entail and he's like okay you go all these different places you get in a on a like a ferry and you get the ferry for 16 hours up to another oh, island yeah. and then you come across all this and we just went sold Done. We're going to yeah. do it. The problem would be in Ireland, that would be a pub call. Be like, pints, yeah. pints, pints, every pub to go to. How far across the country can you make it in three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that balance, definitely, for sure. I think um, maybe what's probably the best part of, like, the Excel side of it is, like, for food. Mm. You know, like, yeah. pinning those food spots, like, where you want to go, and then, like, a couple destinations of, like, uh, viewpoints or, like, uh, maybe museums or whatever, but... Um, those types of things sometimes you can't plan for either like when you're on the road you could just see something and then you just divert your whole track but i think food would definitely be the um the key to sort of a bit of planning that's how i like to plan my day yeah food is key have you traveled most of ireland as well um i've done a bit it's probably something i want to do more of um my family have like Kerry connections like down in dingle and stuff so i've been down to dingle quite a lot like my grandparents have a house down there so that's quite nice to go down to um i'm trying to think i ackle island was a place i went to during covid which was just like mind-blowing didn't realize that was even sort of there and it's like an adventure hub of ireland without even knowing like you've got every outdoor sport nearly going on down there and then wow. the, I feel like I went there for a school trip once for sure. Got yeah, a probably. Suit. Yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> got like the kite surfing and and surfing, and then there's golf yeah. and there's hikes and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was really fantastic. Um, made it up to Donegal like once for a weekend. My mate had been a few times, and just he's like, "Come on, let's go up there." And I had a fantastic time. Great weather again, like mind blown in terms of like all the things that were up there. I didn't even realize sleeve league, like obviously the mountains there but then like different beaches we end up going to an island i think it's called tory island which is just like off the coast um mm. again someone just told us about it we're like okay fine let's like go and do it and just like ran around there for a while um i think probably where i'd like to try and maybe go next is sort of maybe places with a bit more uh like historical um factors going on like Derry. Um, I think would be amazing to go to. It's just like something a bit different rather than going for just like the ocean or for cliffs or views. It's like you're going for a bit more history, learning about the country, things that went on. Um, obviously, it's uh, a really interesting part of the world. Um, so things like that, I think that would be really cool. Maybe out to like the, the Inish Islands as well. Um, there's loads of forts there and 
and different things to see and just like relics of the past. So maybe that kind of travel would be would be really interesting. Yeah, I think we're, I'm always like meaning to travel Ireland more. I feel bad when you yeah. don't know it, you know. You're I like, know. we need a bit of. I'm like, I need a bit of heat. But we did ding, we did dingle in the lockdown, didn't we, Paddy? Or the we did, we did. During yeah. a carry, we did Valencia Island. Yeah. Savage, yeah, and, uh, it was very good. And Savage, we were like, oh, we need to do more trips like this in Ireland, and then obviously, and then obviously not. We left. <laughs> But we'll leave you on this one, uh, Harry. No bother. What are your top hacks for traveling and budgeting? Like, do you budget? And what are your hacks for budgeting if you do? Or do you just have an endless pit of money? <laughs> I wish. I wish. We, do you know what? The group, a group of us have actually started doing like a, um, a syndicate for the Euro Millions. Oh, we do that as well. I love it. <laughs> I'm addicted to the Euro Millions. Oh, man. Stick me down for the Euro Millions of the Plus. Like, you're... <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so it's an interesting one. There's like I think there's two different types of travel sort of minds. There's like the traveler who's going to go for nine months or like how far can I go, which is amazing. And like I would love to, you know, do something like that. But then at the same time, you can see them literally counting coins. Yeah. Just, you know, like, yeah. oh, yeah. That would stress oh, me no. out. That would stress me out. I wouldn't be able to have fun. Yeah. And, you know, like, you get to a country – and you learn about something that you never knew of and then like you can't afford to do it or you know you don't want it. and i just feel like you're missing out and mm. it's such a shame where it's like more of my travel has been one week two week three week kind of things so you know there could be something that's probably maybe a bit out of my budget but it's like all right like i'm here now like i really want to do it so why don't you just do it like you're not gonna regret it by the end of it really so okay i don't I, like my accommodation stuff i don't try and spend like a ton of money on that's probably where i do most of my budgeting um, okay. food wise um is it a pot like, noodle like <laughs> no <laughs> a pot noodle saves my life every night <laughs> pot noodles are good food i try and i like to try and eat locally if i can especially if i'm going to places like kenya or like if i'm going to down to like bali or in asia and stuff like that where like you get amazing street food and like there's different things to try and yeah okay. it's usually like pretty cheap depending on where you're going as well especially from like a local place um which i like to try and do and then nah just yeah i like to try and get stuck in meet locals and see what they're about what they like to do what they like to eat and, and places that they like to go and then i guess my number one travel hack is i always carry um i don't even know what the name of these is like an extension cord Right, I call it, I call I call it a brick. That's what I call it. I call it a brick, but like a five plug extension cord with um, two USB slots at the end. Ah. That means you only need one adapter. So you only need like one world travel adapter that you can stick on the end of that, and that means yeah. you've got five Irish plugs. And I travel with like quite a lot of camera gear, so that means at oh, the end of the day, nice. I can plug in like four or five irish plugs it like my phone camera drone laptop they can all be plugged in and i don't need like four or five um adapters and i don't need four or five plugs in the room and then if you're traveling with a group and all all of you only need to charge your phones you can still yeah. charge four or five phones in one go so what is a miracle device called and where do <laughs> i get it wish <laughs> I wish like an extension like Daddy, an extension, it's an extension cord, cord. <laughs> it's, not a it's, not, it's not a normal extension cord that you get from your house like 
Or yeah, it's just a yeah, new one that has USB yeah, in yeah, it. You can get like Harvey Norman or um, Home Base. Oh yeah, I'm like this miracle device. Yeah, it is. There's a bit of merch you can make, Harry, for yourself. Salty nuts um, extension. You had me sold, Harry. I would have bought it even though I have one. I'll bring you. I'll drop one down after this. Um, (laughs) But I think it's it's definitely the handiest piece of kit that I like have to bring on every tour. It's one of the first things that goes into my bag, hands down. Okay. Um, And then I guess secondly. If you are traveling for it's different, but it's different for everybody. But if you are traveling, um, and you want, I try and save a bit of space um, with like footwear. I try and get like okay. a lot of the companies now are sort of doing like these eco range shoes, sort of like mm. hybrids between um, like a shoe that you could wear with like a pair of jeans or shorts, or whatever. But then also you could like go hiking for you know a couple hours in. Yeah. So, like, uh, the most recent ones that I've seen are like Adidas do a company. It's called Terex. So it's co- sort of like an outdoor cool shoe. Some okay. of them, not all of them. Um, but then <laughs> Vans do a thing called the Ultra Range. So it's like a really light shoe. Still, kind of looks like a van, but it's got like the same bottom as sort of like an Adidas Boost. You know, like that soft, cushiony type of shoe. Yeah. So like when I went to Croatia, like that's the only shoe that I wore the entire time because I could go to dinner in them, but then I could also go and hike for like an hour or two and I come home, my feet would be fine. So I get to save a bit of space on those. Went for a run in them as well. No problem. We love, a, we love a versatile clothing option. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it. Yeah. So things like that. And um, where's next for your... So it's going to be Iceland, uh, oh, Iceland next yeah. weekend. Um one or two of my mates wanted to kind of maybe do like a little bit of an Irish road trip this weekend. Uh, maybe over to like one destination or something like maybe like, um, I don't know, Waterford or there was like the Mourne Mountains or something like that. Um, I've never done, been to the Mourne Mountains, so that would be cool. And then for rugby purposes, I've got LA and South Africa selection pending. So hopefully be able to go to that. Uh, well, you go away, Harry. Oh. <laughs> More in the world. <laughs> well, listen, I'm really looking forward to seeing your content. Um, yeah. About- lava like <laughs> yeah. i'm terrified and, and can't wait viewers, so <laughs> yeah can you. find you what give your um so well, like mine well, obviously my name's harry mcnulty but then like my instagram is salty nuts yeah <laughs> you'll find me your, no your content is unreal so yeah. definitely go. it's amazing thank really you really good. oh you're too kind you're too kind thank you so much it's been yeah. a pleasure thank you so much for coming on and chatting to us we really no appreciate it at all. yeah, yeah thank you harry cheers guys see ya bye 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 Now we're on to our chance of the week. Chance, take a chance, take a chance. Take a chance. Well, you're gonna go first, will I? Um, I can go first. Yeah. Okay. So my chance of the week this week is like TikTok trends because I think like getting out of hand. Look at you trying to be in with the cool kids. I am. I am Gen Z. I have gone back to wearing low rise pants. Uh, he will not admit that I am in my 30s and I want to talk about TikTok. Um, but there's so many trends and you're just like, there's so many like quick bursts of like knowledge, right? And like, I, I'm convinced now I have ADHD or autism. Like there's all these things, like these are the signs. I'm like, huh? there's this new trend called vabbing. Okay. What is it? It's a mix of words of vagina and dabbing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, on TikTok. And it's the practice of dabbing your vaginal secretions on your body parts like it was like perfume. So like you get a bit wet. No, stop. 
tap it on yeah. your neck like your um this is like your perfume because obviously like we are are <laughs> no. the day we're attracted to people's scents so like it's meant to naturally like attract a mate so here we are tara my producer who's <laughs> just single gal like myself the logic is like you 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 put the pheromones back on your body because as animals we are attracted to each other's pheromones if that's how you find a mate and like i do actually remember being like so incredibly attracted to like my ex's smells like um, on. So that would be like if i if i dab my my uh juice my other member juice yeah and i just dab it on my neck yeah you just like who needs and that I'm running at brighton when i'm at brighton pride you like spend so much on your cologne like you're you literally reek of our money every time I oh see my God, it. I do. And i'm like this new scent i'm like what's that you're like <laughs> it's dick juice <laughs> they're like it's a new scent dick juice dick juice oh the dick juice you know Happy dick juice <laughs> trademark <laughs> oh my god no Anna like and I I know it sounds weird but like you're a weird person that I could actually imagine you doing that I I do I like to go back to like primitive prim- like Tara am I completely wrong no she's a beautiful she's, I should be like the next Gwena Paltrow and it would be like goop you know the way she had goop like my this candle smells like my vagina I'm literally gonna make a perfume that's no you're, <laughs> I'm just imagining Anna like dabbing her badge before she goes out on stage. Dab, dab. Yeah. That a is. Little tap, just a little tap on your little. Well, look, let us know if it works. Let us know if it works. Then I will. That is. Probably got a load of dogs. I am shook to my core <laughs> that that is a thing. But look, as a gay man. That wouldn't attract me anyway. But I want to see if work. Please, will you do it and see if the result, the results work? Just for a week, won't we go? I will. I will. Now my one seems so basic and shit. Anyway, I'm a uh, big brother. Is back. Is coming back to our screens. I knew it was gonna which, be this. Which I'm so like, guys. I've watched every Big Brother like episode there has been, like from the iconic Rachel wanking under the bed moment. To the Kenga and the bottle moment. Yeah. Oh. Oh my to God. Emma Collins. To David's dead. Yeah. That iconic. Is iconic. <laughs> like, well, like, this got me so excited that, like, ITV are bringing it back. But what's also, I know it's great, but it's also bad. Like, they're not going to be able to be as yeah. raw and gritty. We're very, uh, yeah, obviously a bit more. Because it's great in a lot of ways obviously for people's mental health and obviously mental health comes first but for entertainment value will they be able to still like get get to that raw grit that like made Big Brother so great like would they allow they wouldn't allow someone to finger themselves with a a wine bottle do you know what I mean anymore no they wouldn't show it anyway I mean if you're in there in your house you can obviously do what you want but they wouldn't air it for yeah True. And I'm, I, I just, I'm, I'm so happy to bring it back, but I'm also, are they chanting their arm with bringing it back and making yeah. like not be an iconic series anymore? Like, yeah. you know, sometimes you just let things go because it was so unique for its t- you know, time and yeah. stuff. We have so many different things that are like similar and like no. you know, Adam's ever in the house, but they're they're kind of fighting for love. So like, we loved how raw Big Brother was. Yeah, and the absolute bonkerness of it. I just don't think they'll be able to bring that to the forefront anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but if you are, 
and you're looking for a tube presenter, please hook me for it because I would definitely take that. I think um, you know, hit me up. I I'm gonna choose your one. Your one knocked out of the park. Yeah, I enjoyed that one today. Oh my god. You'll hear it you heard it here first for a week only. She's gonna badge that. Yeah, come back next week and I'll let you know. While well, I'm in Edinburgh, I'll be dabbing my Yeah, and see if you got any do you, do you got any do you get any uh, pheromones or men coming towards you? Yeah. I'd scream if you did, like charging at me. <laughs> like barking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to us Absolute Chances again this week, Hans. If you would like to explore some more, why not check us out online at Paddy Y. Smith and me, Anna Cliff Comedy. Or email chancespodcast at goloudnow.com with any kind words, things you would like us to talk about, or your passion for travelling. Until next week, Chancers, stay stunning. Stay stunning, Hans. <laughs>